Every leader in the workplace wants the ideal team. And I think we have a lot of experts out in the field that do a lot of great work on team development. And that could be, you know, the five dysfunctions of a team. I'd be Patrick Lencioni does some brilliant work. I think about people who teach how to handle conflict. That's brilliant work. Love it. I want to introduce you to a concept that's a little bit different, and that is building and developing the ideal team through coaching infrastructure. Let me explain. You know, every leader, especially since the pandemic, is dealing with a lot. They are dealing with a lot. So when you think about the ideal team, let's look at currently what's going on. Now, according to Gallup, and the statistics have moved around a few percentage points, but that's about it, about 7 out of 10 people are neutral or actively disengaged in the workplace, meaning they're negative. Only 3 out of 10 are positive. So think about that. You're a leader of a team of 10. The odds are already against you. So what if the team could be strengthened from within to move those odds of five to five, or maybe six to four, maybe even seven to three in favor of the team and the leader. Yet, how do you do that? Here's the funny thing. We have to train and manage people to their jobs. We also know that people have career aspirations, or we have some people who just want to do their job and go home. How does a leader handle all that? Now, let's look a little bit deeper. Now, I've asked a lot of clients to share this with me. How often does the following happen? Someone knocks on your door, whether in person or virtually, and says, you got a second? And what I got from a number of clients, and this is not very scientific, about four to seven times a day. And it's so funny because they say, you got a minute? It's going to be about 19 to 22 minutes. Times four, that's about one-eighth of a leader's day. That sparks a very huge defining point for leaders. Here's why. On one side, if the leader says, sorry, I don't have time, I've got a meeting, that can come off the wrong way. And please, as a leader, don't make the mistake of thinking you're just talking to that person because they're talking to everybody else. The leader never has time for me. The flip side is, what if the leader says, sure, go ahead, and they're busy, and they're not attentive? That can also send a message. Leaders get put in precarious positions, yet we know the power of coaching. We know the power is a training reinforcement tool for our friends in learning and development and training. Yet, what's a leader to do when the numbers are stacked against he or she? What if every team had a team coach? It's kind of like a captain on a sports team. And what if you had one or two coaching champions, people who are well-trained to not only recognize, celebrate, and reward positivity, yet were taught framing techniques of how to challenge those who are struggling with positivity safely. Every team should have a team coach. Every team should have one or two coaching champions, which leads to greater succession planning talent development, certainly talent retention, and it starts to stack the numbers in the favor of the leader. Now, I'm not against team development where some of the leaders talk about the five dysfunctions of a team or you know, coming in and talking about conflict. That's all really valuable. Yet, what if functionally we strengthen the infrastructure of the team to support the leader to get the ideal team while providing employees personal value? 